everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Barbara Dungleman. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew, 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 uh, I like that you added your own sound effect. No one's ever done that before. And that's, uh. that's why we brought you on. Innovation. Um, yes. We have got an incredible episode for you today, and we are joined uh, by one of my favorite uh, coworkers over at Rooster Teeth, Barbara Blaine Gibson. <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't stick around for intros. No, no. He go, that's why I asked you because he goes, uh, "I'm too good for you guys. I gotta go like work out or like eat an, a, a meatloaf or something." Man, is uh, Blaine here right now? <laughs> I gotta go lie to people, tell them I'm like super huge or whatever. Um, see you guys later. Uh, yeah, but we're joined by Barbara Dunkelman, and I'm so happy to have you. Um, we've got a great episode. Today is uh, Paige's Week. Uh, we're covering another wacky fucking cult that I had heard of, but not the extent of it. And holy shit, is it an insane episode. Uh, but before we get started, we have some news and reviews. Uh, the news is that we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash cult podcast. Uh, Barb just did fucking jazz hands on, a, <laughs> on, <laughs> on a podcast, podcast uh, which is honestly you know what pretty great it was, it was more to hype you guys up than thank you, you. Yeah, okay. yeah. i feel yeah. so hyped right now i'm so fuck we got a fucking patreon you got <laughs> patreon.com slash cult podcast oh yeah keep the jazz hands coming oh now she's doing the thing where you put your arms together and cheer like you're in a musical <laughs> um that's yeah. one way to describe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, if you are looking for a place to listen to the show, may we suggest Rooster Teeth? Cool, 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 cool. I don't think you've ever seen a chicken. I think I think there was a pigeon at the end of it. Was it. A pigeon, all types of birds. We're we're very inclusive there. Oh my god. Uh, Rooster Teeth is a great place to find a bunch of really fun content like podcasts or just other kinds of content as well. Uh, Barbara is there and you can get the app on uh, your Roku television, your Amazon Fire Stick, your Xbox. You can also just go to the website roosterteeth.com. Uh, I like saying Barb was there. Like, like you can just <laughs> get the app and then talk to Barb. We have a Barb AI, and you I'm can just, yeah streaming twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> Rooster Uh And before we get started, we have another five star review. Uh, this one comes to us from Narsosis, and they say more fun than spiders in my brain. Uh, I just finished binging the whole series. Paige and Armando, you two bring so much levity to such serious topics. Uh, you're awesome. Keep it up and thank Jesus for the dome. Praise Jesus for the dome. Praise Jesus for the dome. Barb, can we get a praise Jesus for the dome? Um, am I going to like <laughs> burst into flames if I say it? <laughs> you're going to burst into flames if you don't say it. I'll tell you Praise Jesus in the dome? What? With the- uh, yeah. It's close, close enough. enough. Close enough. It's close enough. Okay, close okay. Enough. And I think without any further ado, let's get into the show. Hello. 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 Don't drink the cool. 
For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have Barbara Dunkelman. Yay! 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 <laughs> yay. Um, <laughs> we're saying yay. Oops, my bad. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's totally all good. fine. Hey Barbara. Barbara is joining us uh from Rooster Teeth, where she is recording live in uh Austin, Texas. Boo! Oh, <laughs> Just okay. kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, we I feel, love it here. Yeah, I feel like you're not allowed to boo Texas or Texas will fight back. I think I might get kicked out if they yeah. uh, ever get a hold of this podcast and hear me booing the great state of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, also, she's Canadian. Get her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I feel like booing Texas is grounds for uh, uh, deportation in Texas. Like, they'll, yeah. they'll just kick you out immediately. Um, well, yeah. thank you for joining us, Barb. It's so nice to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm I'm very excited to uh, get into this stuff with you guys and, and hear all the stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this week is Paige's week. Hello. You guys remember me. I'm here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Paige from Friends of Rooster Teeth recording live in <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Boo. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, if you boo LA, you get a you get a a, a, a month off your rent. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna <gasps> say you get to move here. We all boo LA. <laughs> <laughs> we talk so much trash. It's great. Uh this week we're actually doing one. It's come up in the Facebook group a lot. It actually has been in the news a lot, and people were requesting it in the Facebook group for months before it ended up in the news. So Whatever weird Reddit you guys are on that helps you find these things, good on you, because <laughs> it's it's a wild story. Today, we're talking about Love Has Won. Mm-hmm. Now, does that sound familiar to either of you? No. Uh, I've heard of One Love, which I feel like is a very, very different thing uh, than this. Isn't that mm. a song of Bob... Marley's no yeah yeah, Bob Marley? Okay. yeah. I don't know why I questioned myself on that one <laughs> yeah it's like the most iconic Bob Marley song oh no Barb don't feel bad remember another song no woman no cry no cry <laughs> which is the name of our next cult that we're gonna be <laughs> oh no woman no cry would make any cult better <laughs> not holding women hostage and no tears that would be oh. a plus for any of them yeah usually our cults are a, a lot of women and a lot of crying so all I was crying gonna say i thought for a second you meant that the cult didn't allow women and didn't allow crying i was like so it's the cult of toxic masculinity then okay yeah classic we did have one of those where they made a guy make elaborate fruit salads for the leader but then the leader would never eat them it was just like a power move so wow. I know. And I'm like, fruit salad's delicious. I know. Like, Why would you say no? <laughs> I don't think I could resist a fruit salad. <laughs> any time of day. I can't resist a fruit salad in any in any connotation, by the way. Sometimes I just look at them with their grapes. <sighs> <laughs> 
Do you want me to leave you alone with your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need to like go to the farmer's market or? <laughs> the farmer's market is like a strip club for me, Paige. You know that. <laughs> Just people dangling grapes like ancient Rome. Oh, God. The melons. <laughs> oh, hedonism bot. Okay. <laughs> So you might have heard of Love is One recently because we found the mummified body of their leader in a house in Colorado, and it's been all over the news. Apparently, I haven't been all over the news because I've not heard about this. Well, I feel like we've had bigger stuff on our plate where people are like, yeah, Donald Trump says he's going to be back in office by August. (laughs) Also, there's this mummified lady. Oh, yeah. It's a few rungs down. Which is more of a threat yeah. to our safety. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. We we, we tried covering uh, Donald Trump, and we did about, like, five episodes, and then we didn't even get to, like, the presidency shit, and because shit kept happening. And oh I was like, God. I'm going to, I need to stop one for my own sanity, but two, because I can't tell the full story because every single month something fucking crazy yep. happens. We released one, and then... It was like, we released episode five, and then the very next day was January 6th. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, I like, there were inklings of something that was happening, and I was like, there's no way this is important enough to, like, be involved in the story forever. And then the end of the day happened, and I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> sick, yeah. sick, sick. Awesome. But, yeah, yeah don't, don't feel bad. That is the way that the news in 2020 and 2021 works. We're like... They, the fucking Department of Defense literally was like, yeah, UFOs are real and we have information on aliens we're going to present to Congress uh, in the next few months. And no one fucking heard about it because it wasn't even the most important thing to happen that fucking day. Don't you miss years where like top news stories was like Justin Bieber trips while going up an escalator at the mall? (laughs) Like I miss stuff like that. I, I'm, but at the same time, I think back on those years and I'm like, that's when Britney Spears was shaving her head and she needed us most. So, <laughs> true, you know, very true. Dark times. So, let's get into our sources for today. We actually have a Vice documentary from earlier this year. It's only about 15 minutes long, it's like a mini doc uh, called Cult Leader, Abuser, or Goddess Meet Mother God. Uh, highly recommend it. It's a short watch, but it's super interesting. Uh, I'm going to be referencing some of the things that happen on video from that documentary. Then we have the Denver Post. Uh, They have an article called Love is One Cult, Mother God, written by Noelle Phillips. And it's really comprehensive. If you want to know a ton about Love is One, that's a great place to start. Uh, Also, their local CBS affiliate, Channel 4, had like a little mini documentary on them as well. Uh, The Independent, but specifically their UK version, They had two different articles, one before she passed away and one after. And then Refinery29 just recently had an article uh, this past month uh, about Amy Carlson's death. Finally, we then also have the Love Has Won Exposed Facebook group where former members of the group post about their experiences. And I'll prepare you a little bit. They're bonkers. (laughs) It is They do some wild shit in this cult. So, are you ready to get into it? Hell yeah. Please. Oh, and bonus source before I forget, we have our list of people who have claimed to be Jesus. Ah, yes. Is my name there? Yeah. Uh, Do you, have you ever claimed to be Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? 
I mean, I just want to be on that list, so I'll do it right now. Yeah, that's me. What's up, Hell Jesus yeah. Christ? JC, baby in the house. <laughs> well, you are in good company because a lot of people recently have been claiming to be Jesus. And we'll get to it when we get to her claiming to be Jesus when <laughs> she starts doing it. Uh, what we really like to do, uh, Barbara, because I know this is your first time, Whenever somebody claims to be Jesus, we like to look up all the other people that claim to be Jesus at the same time. So it's like, are you all Jesus or who's telling the truth? Who is telling the truth? Technically, all of them are because Jesus Christ is inside each and every one of us. All of us, right? I mean, when you think about it that way, sure. Yeah. We're a very religious podcast, Barbara. Um, I I would imagine so. Yeah. We. Well, you got the right person on it. (laughs) I knew, I knew, you know what? When I looked at the entire cast of RT, I was thinking about like, who will love Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, as much as Paige and I do? And I looked into your eyes on your headshot and I was like, that's a fucking Jesus babe right there. Yep. Someone named Barbara Dunkelman. Yep. Must love Jesus. Definitely. I I will be honest with you. When I heard you were coming on, I went through our files to see if I had any other Canadian cults. And I did find one. And that was almost the cult for today. But we would have had to cover Warren Jeffs along with it. And that's like a whole other endeavor. So maybe next time. (laughs) This is the only reason we had Blaine on so many times, by the way, is because we're trying to convert him. We're trying to get him back. It's just because we had to talk about Satan a lot for Hell like yeah. eight weeks in a row. That makes sense. I was going to say that's a the good tie-in to his show. There you go. Yep. And him as a person. <laughs> Satan. Yeah, that dirty, dirty Satanist boy. Are you safe to go to Texas with with that like vibe mm, that's happening right now? I'm safe Careful. to go to Texas. Uh, Blaine, uh, <laughs> get ready to fall in love with me, baby. Oh no! <laughs> Are you gonna be staying with him? Because uh... I was, I was gonna stay with Blaine, and then he told me that the only sleeping arrangement he would have is where I take his bed and he takes the couch. Um, which I was so you like, said yes. I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna put you out. You can I'm never gonna make somebody not sleep in their own Dude, bed. You gotta put Blaine in his place, man. You gotta like show <laughs> who's the alpha in this relationship. All right. Well, I told him we could both sleep in his bed, and then he got weird about it and uh, <laughs> called HR on me, and uh, you know, now we're where we are. So mm. anyway, mm-hmm. well, good luck. Thank you. Well, pack condoms and. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to the beards your children will have. (laughs) So uh, Amy Carlson, who is our cult leader we're covering today, was born November 30th, 1975 in Dallas, Texas. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Her mother and father divorced when she was still very, very young, and she actually lived with her father initially, but a few years later, when she was kind of like five or six, she ended up living with her mother and stepfather, and according to her mother, they lived a comfortable middle-class life in Texas. She had good grades, she sang in the school choir, everything seemed normal, which for us on this show... Not normal. Cult leaders have, like, (laughs) the worst childhoods. Mm -hmm. Anytime we have information about a cult leader's childhood, it's like they were orfaned and then sent to some sort of prison school. It's really rough most of the time. What a shock. You're saying that cult leaders don't have, like, love and adoration their whole life and then... I know. Yeah. 
it's pretty much it's always a it's always a crapshoot too whether they become a cult leader or like a comedian or something <laughs> yeah one of the two <laughs> if you look at like richard Pryor's childhood you're like cult leader comedian could yeah. go either way <laughs> so the only problem that she really seemed to have is her mom noticed that she seemed to make pretty bad choices when it came to relationships, specifically relationships with men. Uh, she ended up pregnant with her first child around 18 and then got married, then divorced, then got pregnant again, then married and divorced, then pregnant again and then married and divorced. Three marriages and three kids down before everything in her life changed. Around 2006, while she was working as a McDonald's manager, Amy met a man online and decided that she was going to leave her entire family in Texas behind for him. <laughs> How important was McDonald's to her life, do you think? <laughs> I mean, she was in management, so she had McBenefits. <laughs> I was going to ask if this man she's leaving her whole life behind is named maybe Ronald McDonald, yeah. perhaps? <laughs> I was thinking that, or maybe the Burger King. <gasps> oh. Whoa. Mm, I don't know. I like Ronald McDonald because you know he's down to clown. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Plus, have you have you seen his feet? You know what they say about giant feet. Yeah, hard to find shoes. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly what they say. Yeah, because all you can think about is your huge cock. <laughs> it's hard to find anything. You know, I just took a sip of water. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, w uh, I was shopping, but then all the blood rushed down there, and I just passed the fuck out. Yeah, couldn't think straight. Nope. Oh, my God. Had a slow dance chubby. <laughs> In Amy's case, the reason that she had decided to abandon her whole family is because this man had introduced her to theosophy. Oh, God, no. Theosophy. Theosophy is like turning into our big bad on this podcast, where it's essentially the building block of most UFO religions. Yeah. Excellent. Where it's a lot of, there are multiple dimensions, there are ascended masters, you can do workings, like magical workings or ritual workings to become an ascended master. It's all about us communicating with other planets and bringing peace to Earth before doomsday usually naturally not always a doomsday but usually and like i don't know about you but if i went through the drive-thru and was like hey can i get some nuggets and they were like sure but also how do you feel about multi-dimensional ascended master beings and do you want to hear more about ufos i'd just be like yeah just the nuggets but <laughs> in her case a bunch of people were like, "Tell me more." Yeah, I'd be fucked. I would do that. I if somebody if I went through a drive-through and I was like, "Yeah, man, let me get like a ten-piece nuggets and then like some large fry and then like a, a water bottle," and they're like, "Cool." Speaking of water bottles, uh, did you know that like we live in a water bottle, but outside of that, it's multiple dimensions where like the ascended masters can help you get out of the water bottle. I'd be like, "Dude, yeah, I'll park in spot number one. Bring me my." <laughs> Bring get, it to my window. Bring it to my fucking window. Hop in the whip, dude. Like, bring yourself some nuggets and, like, let's just get down. Yeah, and if you got some extra sweet and sour sauce, too, that you want to bring yeah, with you, yeah, yes. <laughs> If you got Szechuan sauce, I'm ready to go to the other dimension Whoa. now. Yeah, you guys really leveled up your happy meal. This is dope. This is dope. <laughs> Eternal happy meal. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but instead, what happened is that Amy, who was 32 at the time, just left Thanksgiving dinner with her family and never came back. And most of them never heard from her again. Whoa. I think the, the most unbelievable part of this is that she was 32 with three children. And I'm about to be 32 in like like three weeks. <laughs> and yeah. the word children has never breached my lips yet. I am... I'm 33 with a cat, so I feel you. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens. My uh, This is something I was talking about the other day because I was talking how somebody said, like, they wonder how their dad was, like, before. Like, you know how you kind of wonder, like, I wonder what my parents were when they were, like, in their 20s or whatever. I fucking know because when I was five years old, my dad was 20. You know what I mean? Like, he was wow, a 20-year-old yes. with a five-year-old kid. Um so yeah, you can you can be you can have kids really young and then just be kind of a shitty parent for a while. Uh, I guess her first one was at eighteen, so that makes sense. I guess. Yeah, I yeah. mean, she was definitely an adult, and that first one has actually spoken out about it because he was the oldest at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he. <laughs> to, to be clear, he's still the oldest. That didn't change. He was. Yeah, yeah. I, he was. Around. He was the oldest yeah, at the yeah. time. He's the oldest now, still. Also, right. I, I think by that I just meant he was old enough at the time to remember. Yeah, of course. Uh, her youngest was about two, so mm-hmm. the youngest one didn't really remember, but the oldest was twelve, and he was supposed to spend Christmas in Houston with her. So he was living with his dad, was supposed to go to visit her for Christmas, and because she just boned out at thanksgiving his dad basically then came in and told him like hey your mom disappeared uh and she has told me she's not coming back and she's leaving all of the children she has with their fathers so whoever the father because it's three different fathers yeah each of the fathers now has their kid and then her son basically never really saw her much after that um he says that she wasn't the best mother, even when she was around, but I loved her to death. And it's pretty sad, actually. Yeah, I mean, everything I've heard about her so far, I, I don't doubt that statement at all. Yeah, oh, same, same. Just, imagine yeah. imagine you're at your fucking family's Thanksgiving dinner, and your mom just goes, hey, guys, I'm going to hop into the bathroom real quick, and then you never see her again. I need to get something from my car. <laughs> I have I have some McDonald's-related business. And then she just <laughs> dips out forever. I just picture her being like, you only have cranberry sauce in a can? I'm out. <laughs> just like, <laughs> never showing up again. So the man that she had met online referred to himself as Father God. And we actually don't know a ton about him because she's no longer alive to tell us. But... He told her that she was Mother God and started talking to her about theosophy, spaceships, and the concept of ascension from one plane of existence to another while she was still with him. And he introduced her to a place known as Crestone, Colorado. And it's considered to be a spiritual place to the indigenous tribes. And because of that, it attracts a lot of alternative religions to try and kind of settle and build communes there. Um, But it didn't super work out with Father God. Spoiler, Amy's not easy to be with. What? <laughs> what? Uh, in part because she seems to jump into relationships super fast. Mm-hmm. No. Because she will then have 
about a half a dozen or more other father gods along the way. And I'll talk about one of them in just a sec where he knew her for about 10 seconds before he was like father god. Um, But also, and we're going to cover it a little bit more later in the episode, Amy's got a bit of an alcohol problem. Uh, No. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. But, you know, I know this is, I don't know. I don't know how to get into this. I I think this is uh, uh, maybe a small aside, but the entire time that you were saying that stuff i all i could think of is like how great of a pickup line mo- calling somebody mother goddess mother that's God. such a oh, that's yeah. such a good just like i can imagine texting somebody that and just be like what's good mother god and they're like oh shit damn like, what? I, what damn boy i'm about to quit my managerial position at mcdonald's and leave my <laughs> <laughs> i'm about to marry you so you can share my mcbenefits benefits <laughs> <laughs> fuck dude also does mother god imply like mother of god or just like the female god like in this case it's just female god so it's like mother and father male and female one of the i don't this is probably going to come up a little bit later but theosophy is one of those religions that uh or or philosophies i guess rather thought processes that mixes well with a lot of other established religions so it's not necessarily like sometimes people are like Christianity and theosophy. They're the same thing. And then other times people practice theosophy and there's ideas of God, but they aren't like the Christian Judeo God. Right. In in a lot of cases, they aren't even monotheistic. So yeah. like you could have multiple or the concept of ascended masters replaces God in some cases. Yeah. So. It's really dealer's choice. We just did a series on a, on another uh, theosophical group uh, who who mixed Christianity with theosophy. And uh, for reference, like God is one of the creator spirits and Jesus Christ was an ascended master. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there were also other ascended masters. This is how theosophy people kind of explain like world religions. Like they'll say like Jesus, uh, Buddha, uh, Muhammad, like they're all ascended masters that come from the same place. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it becomes kind of a catch all. It's real convenient for people who want to start cults. Yeah. Because it's very oh, easy bet. for yeah. them to then say to people like, oh, your beliefs work just as well here. Like, this is the same as what you the believe already. God, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So early on, this group called themselves the Galactic Federation of Light. But here's the thing. Like a ton of other groups are called the Galactic Federation of Light. It's like the Becky of the cult world. Yeah. There's just so many of them. Some memo went out that I did not get then. <laughs> yeah. Galactic. If you try to Google Galactic Federation of Light, God help you. You get like six different groups. Um, God will help me, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Ascended Masters. Yes. And they kind of cycle through a few different names. And they stay kind of this amorphous group. But in this time, she's starting to kind of establish her beliefs and her teachings. So... She teaches that she was Jesus Christ in one of her 534 past lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. She also believes that she can cure cancer over the phone and that she can speak to the spirit of the late actor Robin Williams. What? <laughs> very particular. <laughs> it is very particular, yes. Yeah, but it's just a bunch of like, ha, ho, ha, ha, ho. 
<laughs> it doesn't mean anything. I like. I imagine that every time she channels Robin, she's just like, "Hello!" Just like the Mrs. Doubtfire, "Hello!" You ain't never had a friend like me. You ain't never had a friend like me. You're in there, Peter. Just like the little kid from Hook. Yep. Uh, so. For a long time, this existed primarily in chat groups and online videos, but most of what was going on was kind of a hippie-adjacent commune focused on sex, drugs, and a good time. Hell yeah. Nice. Until 2018, when things took a dark turn, because up through this time, she had been meeting multiple different father gods. In one case, and it's a man who's actually featured in the documentary, he had been chatting with her online and made his way to the commune, showed up, and everyone was on mushrooms. So he had to wait for everyone to come down so he could be like, (laughs) hi, guys, can I live here? I'm not a demon slug monster. Don't worry. (laughs) And then he was immediately made father god at that point and he stays for 10 months until he's just like i think these people might be nuts and just leaves <laughs> it took him 10 months to figure that out <laughs> it took him 10 months uh but then there's a whole string of guys after him like it's just a constant revolving door until 2018 in 2018 a man aka a career criminal named jason castillo came into the picture as the next father god. And this is also the same time that they solidify a name. This is when they start to call themselves Love Has One. I love the term career criminal because what it means <laughs> is a person who spends their entire life committing crimes. But to me, it sounds like, hey, welcome to criminalness. Uh, <laughs> I hope you got the email explaining like our benefits and like... Uh, Here's your 401k yeah. and mm-hmm. company car. You'll have to steal it. But, you know, it's fine. <laughs> Every Monday we order uh, lunch for the whole office. So like just put in, <laughs> you know, just put in whatever you want and then we'll steal it from a uh, DoorDash uh, dasher. Yeah. So. Here's your fraudulent company credit card. Have fun with that. Here's some extra IDs. Your fake Um, checks. Yeah. It's perfect. So Jason Castillo has been in and out of jail for a couple different things. But the biggest thing to note, and he is visible in the documentary, uh, he has hella Charles Manson energy. Oh, Like, so much, like, modern day, not quite as drugged out Charles Manson energy mm-hmm. um, but in one of the shots in the documentary he's just like let's get spiritual bitches and we're just like whoa <laughs> to be fair whoa to be yeah, that sounds like fun yeah to be fair that is the same thing my yoga teacher says every Saturday <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's also in some of the videos just screaming at people but he even looks kind of like Manson With like the long hair and everything and yeah and the beard I mean he wow. looks like prison manson he doesn't look like you know fun prison mike (laughs) weird weird uh sex cult manson he looks more like manson after he's been in prison like that video where they put the dance dance revolution arrows over manson and he's just dancing around and he's just dancing around uh he kind of looks like that let's get spiritual bitches Ah! and he's just fucking waving around like a dancing man yeah he looks like a fucking muppet doll that they're just like yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Fun fact, also claimed to be Jesus, which, by the way, so it's 2018 in the story. Let's see who else claimed to be Jesus. Ooh. We have Oscar Romero Ortego Hernandez, who fired nine shots with a semi-automatic rifle at the White House in D.C. Hmm. because he believed that he was Jesus Christ on a mission to kill President Obama, who he believed to be the Antichrist. Oh. And wait, in 2018? This is 2011, sorry. Okay, I was like, Obama yeah. was not he, enough in 2018. He's a little late. Yeah, it's 2011. He is still claiming to be uh, Jesus. Now, in 2018, exactly, I think we've actually covered this one on one of the other episodes where someone claimed to be Jesus, but we have Todd Kincannon, who was the former head of the South Carolina Republican Party, and he was arrested in 2018 for killing and mutilating his mother's dog, and he claimed to police that he was... Jesus Christ, and that God had told him to do it because every thousand years there needs to be a sacrifice and blood must be spilt. So yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I I've always wanted to to claim innocence by reason of Jesus. That sounds like a very solid defense. Your Honor, the jury's been crucifying me all week, <laughs> but you can see I am innocent. Check my hands. Check my feet. Check this yeah. out. Does the T pose? <laughs> It's his version of dabbing. Yeah, there's one juror who's just like, oh, shit, damn, he did hit the crucifix pose real nice. Mm." Yeah, it's like he's done this before. If you'll see these records, you're looking for Jesus, (laughs) and (laughs) I am Jesus. Uh, Now, before Jason Castillo came into the group, the group had actually moved around between Colorado, Oregon, California, and Florida. But Jason helped establish a permanent residence for them. They rented a home in a place called Casita Park, which is part of a larger residential area known as Baca Grande. Now, Baca Grande is actually part of the Hopi Reservation, and it's considered sacred grounds to the Hopi and other indigenous tribes. And the people who own most of it now agreed to preserve the space for different religions to promote harmony and peace, but it's an application process. And they grant that permission selectively. I, I'm sorry. Isn't, so my basic understanding of like anime and anime culture is that baka is like a thing that you call. So like it means like fool, right? Like 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 you use it as a, a in kind of like... Do you guys know what I'm talking about, or am I just... I, I am staring at you, listening, okay. and going, maybe. <laughs> I've seen... <laughs> I've played enough Among Us with, that is just filled with, like, these anime uh, nerds. I And I mean nerds in a not insulting way. I just... That is what they are. I'm a... We're true crime nerds here. It's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, they're anime nerds, and they'll just call people Baka all the time. So now they're just... You're telling me that these people are living in big Baka. It does mean fool, by the way. Oh. In anime, it means fool. So in the Denver Post article, they actually contacted one of the people that works with the organization that qualifies religious groups to have space there. And Joanna uh, Thoreau is her name. And she basically says they would have never qualified for any of this. Um, instead, what happened is they found somebody who already lived there and got them to rent them a house, meaning they didn't have to actually apply for property. And 
allegedly it was because a relative of the person who owned the property had spent time in the group. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Convenient. Very convenient. Yeah, that is the easiest way to find somewhere to live is to know somebody who owns property. Yeah. It's a really it's a really nice thing that I wish I knew, but everyone I've ever known just <laughs> rents apartments. Hey, Los Angeles. Hey. Best, place. Hey. Best place to live. Now, that December, one of their members, uh, his last name is Lamboy. He tends to go by Lamboy, <laughs> but also within the group is, I mean, that's just his last no, name. No, I like, know, but he sounds oh, like a- I thought it was- lamb boy like the animal and then a yeah. boy and then a boy like a superhero who has the power of a lamb yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's known within the group as archangel michael you know how even they do cooler. Yeah. Even, cooler. <laughs> even cooler so he actually purchased the property from the person they were renting from for sixty three thousand dollars so at that point, they now have a permanent residence. He also incorporated Love Has Won as a nonprofit organization in Colorado, listing himself as the president and obtaining 501c3 status from the IRS. Shit. So that means they don't have to pay taxes. But for some reason, he is in charge of it, not her. We don't know why. And that was in 2020. So that was during quarantine. Now, in Colorado, now that they have a space to live, they all kind of live together in this house. There's about 12 of them. And they start live streaming constantly. Allegedly, they would get up at 4, 4 or 5, and then start live streaming at 6. And sometimes the streams wouldn't end till 1 in the morning. Now, Barbara, as someone who streams a lot, how exhausting would that be? Uh insanely exhausting but i imagine the amount of drugs that they had going on made it not exhausting and probably i would imagine they would forget that they're actually live from time to time yeah probably uh i would say so um there's a really interesting shift where at this point they get like a spokesperson in the vice documentary we hear a lot from the spokesperson for the cult and so they'll ask her questions like hey this guy showed up and said everyone was on mushrooms she's like I don't know why anyone would say that. We don't do drugs. And then they'll just show a video of them on the live stream hitting a bong. <laughs> doing the drugs. Yeah. And they come back to the spokesperson. She's like, well, that's organic. And like, <laughs> I mean. The, the, the alcohol that she's drinking is organic. I, <laughs> so isn't that better than like pain medication that's like chemicals in your body? And I'm like. She's drinking like Tito's. <laughs> like, what are you yeah. doing? It's organic, Paige. It's made out of it's, it's made out of potatoes. I'm pretty sure. It's actually pronounced Tito's. Yeah. Okay. It's like um, from Mother if, Nature. If you you know actually paid attention to the earth, yeah. you would know. It's or- also I'm Jesus. <laughs> and this is my friend Lamboy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do some shots? <laughs> That's why they call him Lamboy. <laughs> uh, now. One of my favorite shots of the spokesperson around this time is this allegation that people would be up at four or five in the morning and then be working from six to one a.m. essentially doing the streams. And during that time, they were not supposed to sit unless she told them they could. Jeez. And that's allegedly. Now, there are videos that show them sitting. So at least at some point, she told them they could sit sometimes. What a gracious God. What a gracious God. But when they asked the spokesperson about it her answer just like 
you know when she's like, oh no, that's not drugs, it's organic, and you're like, that's the wrong answer. Yeah. Like, that's not the answer we were looking for. When they were like, hey, did you deprive people of sleep and make them stand for a super long time? Her answer is like, I don't know, the people who are saying this must be lazy. And I'm like, that's the wrong answer. Like, <laughs> the answer we were looking for was no. <laughs> and that would be inhumane, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and instead we're like, maybe they're just pussies about yeah. it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I really crazy. only just hang with like a crew of down-ass bitches. You know, like there's me. I'm out here and I'm taking... I'm sorry, wait. Up-ass bitches, because the down-ass bitches are the lazy yes. ones, because they're right, sitting right, down. Right, thank right, you. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I totally forgot. That's on me. I, You know, I'm out here, and I'm taking bong rips of that organic kush. Uh, <laughs> Lamboy's out here getting sheep-faced. Just absolutely <laughs> sheep-faced. Sheep-faced? All right. I'll see you guys later. Uh, yeah, that's exit <laughs> the call. Where's the leave button? Oh, oh you did, man. like, sheep-faced? Is that why you were giggling to yourself like a minute ago. Barb saw me just absolutely losing my fucking mind because I thought of sheep face. <laughs> now, because they're putting up all of these videos constantly, there's a constant stream of content, especially during pandemic, it starts to attract some new followers, namely a man named Alex Witten. Now, Alex Witten had become a little bit paranoid during pandemic and he was super interested in conspiracy theories. He had started to look into QAnon um, and other uh, Save the Children pages and reading about those conspiracies led him to Love Has One's Facebook page because the group was like tagging and co-opting QAnon theories to get attention. So before this, he had been in the military, was now out, had a six-figure job. They had a very nice house. They paid all their bills on time. He had two kids and a wife. And he seemed like your average, happy, middle-class dude. But then the paranoia set in and he discovered this group and he started to sign up his family. And I mean, by proxy, it was mostly just him for her phone surgery sessions Basically, where he would pay to talk on the phone with Amy and she would talk and, quote, remove negative energy and sickness from the body. Cure cancer, right? Which is what she claimed she could do. That's what she claimed she could do, even though he didn't have cancer that he knew of. Um, But he paid her $88 per session to the tune of $15,000 over the course of a few months. So Wait, so he paid all of this money so that she could basically play... A game of operation over the phone with like yeah it's it's like the weirdest phone sex yeah. where it's like what are <laughs> what are you wearing a hospital gown <laughs> like is it's it just... open in the back just enough to see your ass <laughs> yes are you sitting on that table waiting for me to come in for an uncomfortable <laughs> amount of time <laughs> is the paper crinkling below your butt <laughs> is your ass sweat making it just completely fall apart beneath you <laughs> now. <laughs> In conjunction with that, he started to have insomnia and he started to very strictly regiment his daily schedule so that he was only living within what he called the seven colors of the chakra. So on certain days, he only ate foods and wore clothes that matched that day's color because that's what Amy told him he needed to do. 
But then she also told him he needed to do one other thing. He needed to stare into the sun as much as possible to get, quote, light codes. <laughs> Not... What? All of this is so fucking insane. Also, imagine how fucking difficult Yellow Day is, where you're just... I mean, you just eat mac and cheese. Yeah. And, uh, Yellow Day is pretty hard because like all I can eat is like bananas. I suck on a lemon. Um, I thought I could eat mac and cheese, but technically that's Orange Day. That's Orange so, Day, yeah. You know, one time I thought I saw a burger that was yellow, um, but that was a fire hydrant. I... Have not been able. So hungry. I don't know why. So so hungry. I can't. I've had no protein. I can't tell you why, but for some reason, my vision is getting worse. <laughs> and and I feel terrible because this does actually hurt his vision, and he's doing it because she's recommending it. Like, I I feel terrible that this is what happened to yeah. him, and this is what he was convinced would help. Um, but then things started to get worse. Uh, his wife started to try and get other family members to talk to him to like, hey, Snap maybe don't s- stare into the sun so much or like maybe get some sunglasses. And <laughs> in May of 2020, as he and his wife were leaving a law office parking lot, they were in two different cars and he turned the wrong way out of the parking lot instead of following her. And she figured she would just see him at home. But when she didn't see him behind her for a while, she turned back around and went the way he went and followed him as he drove to the airport. She confronted him in the parking lot of the airport and he told her that Mother God had called him home and left. Just got on a plane and left. Damn. Oh my God. Just send them. Did he fly into the sun. <laughs> he went full Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine that's the guy sitting next to you on the plane where he's like, I'd like to keep the window open, please. And you're like, I'm trying to yeah. sleep. Like, why are you doing this? I need the sun um, codes. And you're like, all right. For my is health. Worse. This is why I should have upgraded to first class. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> now. His wife then did what a lot of people do when they lose people to this group, started watching the live stream to see if he showed up. So because these are all legally adults, there's nothing you can do to like, quote unquote, get them back out of the group. So a lot of people watch the live stream to see their family members and friends. So she does see him appear on the live stream, but then he's gone the next day. And on the live stream, she hears them kind of talking because they just like leave the cameras on and go about their day and occasionally scream into the camera. Um, She hears them talking about how his energy wasn't right and he was, quote, on the wrong side of the mountain. So they started to call the police and report him missing. She then, yeah, she then got a call from a hospital where a doctor told her that they had found him wandering in the desert alone, naked, dehydrated, and covered in cactus needles and at the time he had stared into the sun so much that he had almost permanently damaged his eyes Jesus! but did he get the codes i think so i okay, hope so okay. i mean that's all worth yeah it. he he is thankfully starting to heal which is good um but he signed himself out of the hospital before his family could get there and ended up wandering again until another nurse because they kind of like put the word out on facebook found him and took him back to the hospital until his family could get there. Wow. They finally get him the psychiatric help that he needs. And he told them kind of what he believed. He thought he had ascended into the 5D matrix 
and done what Mother God and Father God had wanted him to do. So yes, he got the codes. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was just ch- crawling through the desert, whispering up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A. <laughs> Bring me up. <laughs> he said, I did, it. I did it. I did it. Combo. Uh, he, his family actually at the time, as he was still kind of recovering, in order to be able to get him home and get him the help they need, they told him that he had ascended. They're like, you did it. You're done. You can come home. Where they're like, you did it. You got the codes, which allowed them to get him home and get him into treatment. And now he's doing a lot better um, but he still has physical wounds from just being out in the elements for that long and will need to undergo a lot of treatment for his eyes and skin and a couple yeah. other oh things. God. I mean, just fucking, just think about like going to the beach for a day and coming back out. Like, even if you use sunscreen, like you're going to get a little bit of burnt, you know, you're going to fucking dry your lips I out. I reapply after three hours, that's I what, Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. He's he I, spent God knows how much fucking time out there. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, first day out, I burned my tits in a triangle. Just like (laughs) a V-neck shirt. Yeah, I I, Uh, it sucks. My I have uh, like brown arms, and then you just look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I look like a fucking pill. Yeah. Just cut your sleeves off a long sleeve and wear them up until there, and then go outside completely topless. Balance it out. Yeah, yeah. Or I can, yeah. Like, is that what you're saying? Like, leave the long sleeve on my arm, and then just cut out like what is what everyone's gonna think is a Nazi fucking armband on my shirt. Just have it be there. Yeah, it sucks. That's I. I think that that's what I get from my white half is the ability to be that white. I was gonna say I was shocking. I thought I thought like that color of your arm looked like it didn't look like that was burnt or anything but then when you rolled up your sleeve yeah it's not burnt this is just my normal skin tone and then if i don't see sun it just look at that that's white that's full-on white person yeah that's like not far off what i got going it's worse by comparison but if you see it in person it is still pretty tan (laughs) (laughs) just stand next to me i'm like paler than the shade of translucent so you're yeah (laughs) now This isn't the only abuse that was going on in the group. People who stayed in and didn't wander the desert were subject to the whims of both Mother God and Father God, neither of whom are really playing with a full deck at this point. Um, Mother God, at 6 p.m., so basically after dinner, started drinking highballs just full of vodka. No chasers, no ice just vodka and there's a lot a lot of footage of her just like completely blitzed just being like jesus fucking christ that's me and you're just like (laughs) oh my god what is she doing i feel like the exact same video exists of me (laughs) actually me except instead of vodka it's whiskey because i can't god i cannot drink vodka vodka is yeah i drank too much vodka once and threw up and now if i even smell like nail polish remover i get nauseous it's Mm. it's fucking disgusting she also primarily when she would contact robin williams would be when she was drunk (laughs) of course you know and there's video of her just like head down on the table like robin what should we do and i'm like why does he know is he an ascended master 
I don't know. If anyone was going to be an ascended master, it would be Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> he just he just takes what all the other ascended masters were saying and does it in a very silly <laughs> voice, though. Oh, joke thief jokes. Yeah. Now, all of that doesn't really compare to what has become known in the Love is One exposed Facebook groups and other places as, quote, the chicken parmesan saga. Oh, my God. What? The chicken parmesan saga. Is this a sequel to the Twilight Saga? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but there's not as much sparkling. Wow. Uh, but what there is is video of her screaming and berating one of her followers because he didn't bring her chicken parmesan for dinner, but instead brought her like a meatball sub. <laughs> and oh. so her and Castillo basically scream at him for the entirety of the video. And it's like a long video. Then the next day, they had that follower appear on the live stream to explain his mistake and why he brought the wrong thing while they berate him again off screen. Forgive me, mother, for I have sinned. Um. Yeah, I brought the chicken. Nope. Meatballs. I don't. <laughs> I fucked fuck. up again. <laughs> now there's then a additional video of them with this follower lying on the ground and Castillo is like right up close on his face convincing him that he is now paralyzed and then faith healing him over like just basically telling him like now you're not paralyzed you see what we can do for you are you ever going to make that mistake again basically implying that if he ever made the mistake again they would take away his ability to walk. Jesus, what a couple of Ellen degenerates, am I right? <laughs> How long have you been waiting until that one? Holding that in for an hour and a half, ready to go. Oh, man. Now, in the last couple of years, but specifically in 2020, Amy's mother, as she was watching the live stream and others, noted that she had started to appear more frail and they noticed that she was consistently drunk or on drugs. Very rarely did she appear sober in any of the videos and they watched as followers would carry her to and from chairs and beds. In September of 2020, they were actually escorted off an island in Hawaii by police because they violated COVID protocols. They traveled there with no quarantine they aren't vaxxed because there wasn't the ability to be vaxxed at the time. And then they were trying to participate in local Hawaiian religious practices, just like they had done with Hopi indigenous practices on the mainland. Mm. So they are escorted off Hawaii and back. But the trip clearly took a toll because in October, they start to see less and less of Amy and more and more of the spokeswomen who basically were giving updates on her health. And they explained that she was, quote, ascending. She was about to take her next form and therefore would never go to a doctor because a doctor would not understand the process of ascending, which is something that also happened to L. Ron Hubbard, where he had a number of health problems but could not see doctors because of Scientology and ends up dying of potentially preventable disease. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> yeah. So also, sad. I mean, this is much sadder, but it's the same thing that weirdly enough happened to Bob Marley as well. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I I imagine Elron Hubbard just sitting in his own fucking bed, dying of very clearly curable diseases, and he's just like, man, I really fucked up in this one, in this very, in this, this really fucked me. I didn't think it was gonna come back. Right. <laughs> oh, Z new help. <laughs> so they said she was ascending. Yeah, they they said she was ascending. Okay, and. They then go on to say that there have been moments when she has asked them to take her to a hospital and they declined because they know that she wouldn't actually want that and they believed that she was being hijacked by an evil So spirit. she's doing exactly what I just said. She's just like, oh, I really fucked myself here. Damn it. Yeah. Maybe take me yep. to a hospital. No, no, no. You're good. You're ascending. You're not going to want that. You're good. Yeah. Let it ride. Yeah. And the one telling her that is the one who's just like, yeah, no, you're going to want to stay here. Who wants a chicken parm now, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... They believe that she was alive as recently as April 10th because allegedly she talked to the landlord and he said that she appeared to be dying but was not dead yet. And then on April 16th, a photo of Castillo holding her in his arms circulated the chat rooms and there's some debate as to whether or not she was already dead or just almost dead in that photo because it's a photo we have no way of knowing yikes but her mom who was tracking all of this online starts calling the police and ambulance services and fire departments but they keep turning them away so they had like well checks done and they managed to like oh yeah she's just not here today or like oh yeah she's alive but don't worry about it and it wasn't until april 28th that they were finally able to confirm that she was dead when they executed a search on the house and found the body. Now, unfortunately, they also found two children living in the house along with the cult members. And so they charged them with a number of things like defacing a body, uh, improper handling of like a death, and then uh, exposing children to um, essentially an unfit home environment. Mm Mm-hmm. Were they kids of people who were there or just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not, just not, like other kids who were like, Mother no. God. <laughs> no, yeah. Barb. They were running a daycare out of the, out <laughs> yeah. of the crowd. Oh, no. Maybe I found some some orphans <laughs> who uh, just were looking for, for something. <laughs> I also know that you meant like it's illegal, like the improper handling of a death, like physically, like yeah. taking care of the yes. body. But when you said that, I, the first thing that popped in my head was just like the police knocking down your door and they're like, freeze, you're not handling your grandma's death hard enough. <laughs> Be sadder. <laughs> You've hardly posted any heartfelt things to Instagram. You're going to jail. You have the right to remain sad. <laughs> any tears you shed can and will be used for you in a court of law. <laughs> now, remember Lamboy? Oh, I could never forget mm, Lamboy. How could we forget? Now, he was conveniently absent the day the search was executed. (gasps) And during a recent court hearing, it was alleged that he had taken all of the group's money and their 501c3 earnings and left the area. Lamb boy, no! He pulled the wool over their <laughs> eyes. Yep. I'll, I'll, fucking, now, I'll fucking look if you've been waiting to use that one, Barb. <laughs> I just thought of it because I'm a comedic genius. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Two hours. 
At the time of her death, they believed that there were about 29 devoted followers between the two properties in California and Colorado, and then a handful of other followers spread out across the world. Now, since the arrest, they took their website offline, although you can still find it with the Wayback Machine, and they've renamed their YouTube and Facebook pages 5D Full Disclosure. They're still broadcasting daily live streams, but none of the core members have been seen in weeks. But instead, members from South Africa and Australia record them, along with one woman who claims to be in Memphis, Tennessee. But all of them seem to believe that Castillo and Lamboy will become the new leaders, and they have already started talking about Father God's wishes in the videos. So Castillo is one of the seven people charged in connection with the body. So he potentially could serve some prison time as well. Hmm. Um, but there is something else. They're pushing for a criminal trial because a lot of people believe that the followers withheld food and medical treatment to facilitate Mother God's ascension. Oh. So essentially they... They believe that they starved her. Now, when they found her, she was decorated with glitter and was emaciated and had just been sitting in that bed for weeks or at least two weeks. Bringing it back to the Twilight Saga, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Just waiting for her to rise up as a (laughs) vampire. A family member of one of the cult members said, I feel like at the end of the day, Amy became a victim of what she created. So it was exactly that idea of like, I was really wrong on this one thing. I know I told you guys never to take me to a doctor, but if you could take me to a doctor, that'd be great. (laughs) She refused to eat anything that wasn't chicken parm. (laughs) We're out of it. (laughs) Then just bring me a highball of Tito's. (laughs) Tito's. How could I forget? It's organic. (laughs) (laughs) It's organic. And that is what we have up to this point. Now, Because the cult is not necessarily defunct yet, they've just changed names to 5D Full Disclosure, we'll still probably be keeping an eye on them, and we may have to do an update later. But for now, this is what we know. God. The fucking, the come up on Lamboy, though. Yeah. Well, when I saw that he had listed himself as president, I was just like, "Mm, mmm, this won't be good. This He's going to take all their money. And that's exactly what happened. God. Have you guys ever, because I was looking up photos of the people involved in this as we were talking about it. Have you guys ever had a discussion of like why people who are typically involved in cults all look like carbon copies of each other? Like it's like there's like a a, a stamp yeah. that is like <laughs> recreating these people. It's all just like the same face shape, the same type of facial hair. It's yeah. crazy. That guy does look like Charles Manson though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there is a lot of I mean, there's a lot of times where people just look almost exactly the same or steal from the same ideas and end up like looking sounding uh their names are like almost exactly the same. It's very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of and and we didn't super get into it cuz we've covered it so many times in theosophy, but they're also playing with like the 144,000 magic number. Like she kind of plays fast and loose with like if you have heard it on an episode of Theosophy or something mentioning the book of Revelation, 
she was talking about it on a live stream just because she had to fill that content. That's why they got into QAnon stuff. They were just Jesus. like, pad the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stretch. Yeah. Stretch. I've been doing the same thing at Funhouse, honestly. I've just been like, looking to follow the money, <laughs> see where the kids are going. And uh... the birds aren't real. <laughs> Buy my protein powder. <laughs> she does. They do at one point establish a store. This is how they made their money of like, uh, crystals, her writings, recordings, sermons. So they basically kind of, with their live stream, they're like the Alex Jones of Jesus. Cults. Yeah. Yeah. My gosh. This makes me really want to go check out the documentaries that you mentioned. Yeah, the Vice one is literally, it's only like 15 minutes long, but they have so much archival footage in it that it's like wild. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Does this, Barb, does this uh, at all change the way that you will be live streaming from here on out? <laughs> oh you know i think i gotta go longer <laughs> yeah. is what i've learned yeah, yeah. just from wake up to yeah. sundown i mean you've, you've definitely got some fans but do you have any true followers well no one calls me mother god so i'm guessing mm. not I, I don't think i've uh, achieved that quite yet so a lot to uh a lot of ambition <laughs> here <laughs> can anyone really say they have fans until they have like a web store with dehydrated frog piss and like <laughs> frozen meals for the apocalypse <laughs> Until I have convinced someone that I have made them paralyzed and then fixed their paralyzation. Yeah. Uh, I have yeah. not made it yet. By the way, is the P, does that come from the gay frogs that the government turned gay with the, uh, with the. <laughs> no, we, we harvest straight frogs. <laughs> we make sure that they're straight before mm-hmm. we, yeah, before we dehydrate their piss. Yeah. You show them two pictures of a female yeah. frog and a male frog and see which one they, uh, what, react what do to. they hop towards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, thank you so much, uh, Barb, for joining us. Uh, so fun, so so great to have you. Um, you're you're officially the first guest that I haven't uh, bullied uh, throughout the entire episode. That's true. I'm trying to be a nicer, <laughs> kinder person. Um, so yeah, look forward to when I see you in Texas, and then I'll bully you in person. I'll bully you there. Can't wait! I'll fight back. I'm very feisty. <laughs> nice. Uh, don't let him push you around. Yeah, yeah, don't. Um, but do. Yeah. Stay low to the ground. Yeah, yeah, Stay low yeah. To the ground. Low center of gravity. I'll teach you a couple football moves before the bullying starts, so we're on an equal playing field. <laughs> before the bullying starts Such yeah oh also uh make sure that you uh press yes accept uh, my invite to the to the calendar invite that i sent you for bullying um yeah mm, mm. i'm gonna put maybe for now and then we'll see what happens yeah i'm gonna keep changing my answer so you get new emails with my responses every, every time, time. Really Son of a bitch. Yeah. maybe uh, maybe barbara yeah. has no. proposed a new time yeah for bullying. well you know what you know what i'll do is i'll keep uh uh cha- making changes to the event that you can't actually see so that you'll keep getting updates to it throughout the week and you're like what fucking changed you just unlocked a new pet peeve in me because yeah. that happens all the time and I didn't realize yeah. that people could do that. And oh, now I hate it. Upset. I hate it so much. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us. Where can uh, where can people find you, Barb? They could find me on all social media at B Dunkelman. That's B-D-U-N-K-E-L-M-A-N. Uh, I'm also at, over at Rooster Teeth. So you could find me on the Rooster Teeth website, which is roosterteeth.com. Uh, I'm also with a kind of new content group with Rooster Teeth called Squad Team Force. We're making all types of fun little content, bite-sized content on social media as well as uh, stuff over on Rooster Teeth as well. So, yeah, you can find me there. 
if you want to find me on uh on the internet you can uh find me on instagram twitter uh tiktok at mondo does stuff that's m-a-n-d-o does stuff uh i've got some shows coming up on june 26th i'll be doing the first gateway show uh uh, since the fucking pandemic has started up uh if you it's going to be in los angeles uh going to be doing eight minutes dead sober and then everyone gets super high and then doing another eight minutes stoned out of my fucking mind um it's such a fun time follow me on instagram there'll be more information there i got another show on the 30th out in i believe riverside um yeah oh and uh we've announced the the tickets for uh i'm taping a thing for amazon prime um in las vegas nevada on what? August 14th, which is a Saturday. Uh, so check out, again, check out Instagram. Um, there's information on how to get tickets to that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've been waiting to do this since even before the pandemic. And I'm honestly at this point just excited to get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much. I love you all and goodbye. Hey, guys. Uh, it's your girl. If you want to send me McDonald's coupons, you could send those to at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram or TikTok. If you uh, ordered Mutiny Magazine, uh, I don't have a release date, but I did get to see final panels of art for it, which looks so, so cool. fucking cool. Paige wrote a, a, a thing that became basically a comic like a, and it's, yeah. and it was illustrated by a real like comic book illustrator. Um, and she sent me the fucking, like th- what you said, the, the proofs and the, and the, the pages, the, the artwork. Yeah. And it is some of the coolest fucking art I've ever seen. It's so fucking awesome. It's very, very cool. So keep your eyes peeled on social media uh, for more information about the release. Uh, as far as I know, at fairsquarecomics.com, you can still purchase issues if you didn't purchase them in the pre-order. Um, and I will keep you guys posted. Hell yeah. If you want to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. For just $5 a month, you get access to our bonus content. Um, there's some other cool rewards there as well. Uh, if you are looking for a new place to listen to the show, might we suggest Rooster Teeth? Cock-a-doodle-doo! <laughs> 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 you sound like a fucking Star Wars animal that they're like tr- trying to make a plushie out of. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Star Wars animal. Well, I guess it was Jabba the Hutt uh, animal. I, what, I, I don't, that see. sounded more Gungan to me, yeah. but that's just me being a full-blown nerd. <laughs> you are actually the first Rooster Teeth employee to uh, agree with our with our marketing habits, so thank you so much. Listen, we're 18 years old now. we got to try everything we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now it's time for Rooster Teeth to get real fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can go to Rooster Teeth. You can download the app. You can uh, get it on your Roku television, your Amazon Fire Stick, your Xbox, as well as your mobile device. Um, you can just go to the website, roosterteeth.com. Uh, RTTV is always streaming something, uh, some fun stuff there. And then there's a bunch of content there, like the RT podcast, uh, a bunch of streams with Squad Team Force and the new content that they're making, um, as well as a bunch of other shows like Ruby and Genlock.
And you can find a bunch of awesome podcasts there as well, like uh, our friends Good Morning From Hell and Red Web and Black Box Down. A bunch of really, really fun shows. Excellent choices, mm. yes. Uh, if you want to follow our show on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast. Or on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show. You can also send us an email to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us old McDonald's fries that you found on the floor oh, of your car. Oh, because every car has them. <laughs> every car has them. Send us some of those bagglers. You can send them to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237, like, like the, the shining. shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. I do I do love that you can like you know how you can chop a tree down and look at the rings inside and that's how old the 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 tree is you can uh f- go underneath a car seat pick out the McDonald's fries and tell how old a car is by how hard the fries are yep mm-hmm. yeah that's how you tell mm-hmm. a car's age or just you know the fucking user manual but whatever <laughs> well there's there's two car smells. Mm-hmm. There's new car smell, and then there's yeah. French fry car smell that has had McDonald's yeah. French fries in it. Yeah, there's there's the moment you get in your car, close the door, catch a whiff of a French fry, and then do the mental math of like, when was the last time I ate McDonald's? <laughs> and how close yeah. is the nearest one? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's going to be it for us. I'm going to say don't drink McFlurries without me. Because they're mm. delicious, and I want to be included on all McFlurry conversations. And don't drink the Kool Aid. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. <laughs>